Hello, my beautiful people, and welcome back to the Moments Podcast. I could not be more excited for this episode. I am honored to be sharing it with you. I've been doing really good in the stepping out of my comfort zone department. We have a very, very, very fun guest for today's episode. His name is Judd Jenkins. He has written three books by the time we launched this episode, and I actually found him because one of my best friend's mom told me to read the first book that he wrote and it's called to shake the sleeping self it's a book about his bike ride from oregon to patagonia which yes is like a fourteen thousand mile bike ride if not more and it's all about his story and what he learned and who he met and i just am so inspired so amazed by him i reached out before i even finished the book so you're hearing this episode before i've even finished the first book and he has two more that i get to read now and i think that every single one of us should He's an inspiration to me, and I think that you guys are going to love listening to him and his story, and just please enjoy this episode, and I hope you can take something valuable away from it, and I hope you get to just listen in on a great conversation. All right, enjoy the episode. Quick intermission in this one. I am genuinely from the bottom of my heart so excited to be sharing with you, and I say that all the time, but this one I mean it. I'm telling you guys about Element. I actually found Element hydration packets a long time before I even heard from them to do this podcast ad, which is so cool because I love sharing something that I've known and loved for the longest time. I kid you not, I drink an Element packet every single day, and I mean that from the bottom of my heart. Element helps anyone stay hydrated. It doesn't have all the sugar and dodgy ingredients that you find in a lot of other electrolyte packets and sports drinks. And also, when you're not hydrated enough and you don't have enough electrolytes, you feel crampy, headachy, fatigue-like, brain fog, and weakness. And I experienced all of this, which is why I started drinking electrolytes every single day. It's a zero-sugar electrolyte mix. And the co-founder of the company is a former research biochemist, so he knows what's going on. He's also a two-times New York best-selling author, and he's super, super inspiring. Everything about this brand is awesome. I love drinking it. It tastes absolutely incredible. My favorite is the freaking watermelon salt. Oh my gosh. Second favorite is... What is it? Raspberry. Raspberry. I get stuck between citrus and raspberry. Anyways, try the watermelon salt, okay? And I have an exciting thing to tell you that you guys can get a free sample pack which has every flavor with your Element order by going to drinkelement.com slash moments. And the way you spell Element is L-M-N-T. Gabe used to say Lamont. That's what he still calls it. So I think it's funny. Just think of that when you're typing it in. And I'll put a uh, link in the description if you want to try it. But drinkelement.com slash moments and you'll get a free sample pack with your order okay peace and love please give it a try it's so delicious i want to ask you like some icebreakers you know just okay okay like right first thing you think of can't think about it too much just answers what's your enneagram have you done the test oh yeah i'm a seven wing six okay i'm a seven i honestly forget which wing i am but i'm like kind of I'm a seven, but an introverted seven. Like I love mm. to do things, you know, jump off cliffs and jump out of airplanes. Yeah. But I don't gain energy from people. Love people, but can't like, be around them for too long. I've learned that the older I've gotten, but. Yeah, I'm that's, most- yeah, I think that from what I've read about it, like the seven energy, like your Enneagram number is really created out of a response to the thing you fear like your root fear and our root fear is pain. We avoid pain, which is why we're always forward looking like, what's the next trip? What's the next thing? How do we stay happy? No, 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 Cause we're like afraid to sit in that pain. Oh my so God. I don't think it nece- necessitates being extroverted. Yeah, that does make so much sense. Really puts into perspective on why I run from literally everything. I can't sit still. <laughs> Every time I'm home, I love to travel. Every time, and I'm sure you feel this too, I, and we'll, we'll get into it as we keep going, but like I just, 
I'll finally get comfortable. I'll get a good routine going. And I'm like, nope, time to go. Time to yeah. go somewhere else to do something else, meet someone else, whatever it may be. Um, what's your zodiac sign? I'm a Sagittarius. Okay, that makes that adds up. That adds up a lot, actually. Yeah, I'm a. Sa- I mean, I know. Wait a minute. I just did my cosign or whatever. I mean, I obviously know I'm a Sagittarius, but then like the city I was born in in the time, I think I'm a. Yeah, all the stuff. It goes Sagittarius, Aquarius, Virgo. Okay. 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 I can see Virgo a little bit, especially as a writer. That makes I only know things about the signs that like I am and my friends are. <laughs> I don't know all of them. Like I don't know much about an Aquarius at all. Um, but that's cool. Okay. <laughs> I love Sagittarius though. Um, what's your current obsession? What are you like hyper fixated on right now? I love these questions. Um, I am hyper fixated on, well, against my will, but also excited is like my book comes out next week and I have like a book tour across the country. And so I get to like sit in bookstores and meet amazing people and flying all over. So, and I mean, I haven't done that since to shake the sleeping self in 2018 because of COVID. So I'm very excited. Oh yeah. Because when the other one came out, I know it was like zooms and Instagram lives and it was so, it was so bleak. Yeah. So, okay. Oh my gosh. That's so exciting for you. I loved the, um, the artwork for it. Like the, the handwritten, I thought it was so cool. I screenshot it because I just, I loved it. Um, and I'm going to have to try to find one to come to. Oh, I hope so. Um, reading all the books i'm literally you you just got to medellin and to shake the sleeping self that's where i'm at so i'm like how i I can't even it felt wrong but i'm like i don't want to postpone this because i want to hear about the new book and we can still talk about cool stuff no it's actually fun to be right in the mix of it i love that yeah like it's like i i feel like i know you now but i still don't know you know enough or or everything but super cool and then okay last question before i get into like the other cool questions i have (laughs) Um, what's your love language? Um, I, I, I don't know if there's a test, but I'm just like, you know, I feel like I read that book a thousand years ago, the five love languages. I'm very mm-hmm. physical touch. I'm very touchy, okay. like affectionate. Like when I'm talking to you, I'm like holding your hand. I'm like, um, I'm very words of affirmation. I'll tell you all day long how amazing you are. And I, I'm not acts of service. Like I, I'm not going to do, I'm not going to clean your apartment. I'm, I just like that. Some people like they want to change your oil. They want to fix your roof. I'm just like, Mm -hmm. that doesn't cross my mind. I, yeah. Okay. I see. But you say that your giving love languages are different than what you're receiving are. Like, would you love someone offered to go change your oil or no, I, I, I give what I want. I'm I like, but I understand like, for example, I don't actually give quality time because I'm so travely, you know, but then I'm attracted to people mm-hmm. who are less. And so um, I like it when they just want to be around me and maybe they're not mm-hmm. as verbose as me. I mean, of course, everybody loves words, but when they just like want to be with me and just I think that's really sweet. Yeah. I mean, I've learned, I thought everybody was a words of affirmation person because I'm a huge words of affirmation person. Less now than I was growing up. I think it was like a validation thing. I don't know. But my best friend, she doesn't care what, like, I don't She's know. like, don't she say it, show me. Words. Yeah. Yeah, like I could write her, I mean, a book about how much I love and appreciate her and she'd be like, oh, thanks, that's so sweet. Move on. Yeah. You know? And I would be like, 
No yeah, you'd be like so reading it and rereading it. Yeah, over and over again. It's just, I've always found love languages to be so interesting. And I also noticed that the older I get, the more mine change. Mm. Grew up hating physical touch. Like, wouldn't hug my friends, wouldn't touch my mom, never gave her a hug or anything. Now, I love it. Like, let me just hold your hand. Let oh, that's you sweet. Like, let me just show my appreciation in, in different ways. It's cool. But I love love languages. I think they're fascinating. Sweet. Um, so I think it's so crazy. The way that I even came across you. Also, how do you say your first Je- name? Is it Jediah? It's hard. Jedediah. Jedediah. Yeah. Okay. I'm like, the, I was like writing this little, you know, like notes list of what do I want to talk about? And I'm like, I don't even know how so to So many people. It's so cute because like people who have followed me on Instagram for 10 years or they've read two of my books and they've never heard anyone say my name out loud and they'll, they'll see me at, you know, the mall or at the movie theater and they'll be like... And then, the and they'll go, they'll go, hi, I don't, I don't know how to say your name, but I, it's so cute. It's so cute. I'm like, oh my God, I'm so glad that you came and talked to me. Yeah. It's like, they know your name. They just, yeah, it's cool. They won't forget it because they don't know how to say it. You know, it's one of those things. Cute. Um, but I found you because I was kind of in this reading funk. Like I love to read fiction, classic romance, Colleen Hoover, love all of that. I never read an autobiography. I, autobiography, I can't speak, ever before. And I was picking up my best friend from high school. She was in town. She lives in North Carolina right now. She came home for the weekend. I went to go pick her up. I hung out with her mom for a little bit. We all used to like chat and hang out in her kitchen all the time. But I haven't seen her mom in probably three years. And out of like nowhere, we start talking about reading and she's like, Lexi, you have to read this book. And I was like, okay, what is it? She's like, I, I read it in my book club. It's not a book I would have normally picked out because she doesn't do autobiographies yeah. either. She just has to read it in book club. And I'm like, all right. I mean, if Courtney's mom gave me this book to read, I should I should give it a go. Meanwhile, I have a, a stack of books probably this big that I've been just avoiding. And I'm like, I'll get to that. Same, get to always. That. Not reading it now. But I started reading it the night that she gave it to me. I think I was on page 20 or 30 when I reached out to you and was like, oh my gosh, this guy is so cool. I feel not even just inspired in the amazing trip that you did, but just the way that you like articulate your thoughts and your feelings and how I felt like I was there. I was just amazed. Wow. Thank you. for And I'm not even done with it yet, but I just think that's so random. What are the odds, you know? But how cool, like I think about in the nineties or something before there was social media, if you liked something, there was no way, like how would you, like if I loved, a book, how would I even talk? Like, how could I ever reach out to the person who wrote it and say, thank you? Like, yeah. like you would have to send a letter to the, their publisher. I don't even know what you would do and who's going to do that. It's like now, yeah. and I, and I'm such a beneficiary of this and you are too. I'm sure it's just people reaching out that you don't know that are like, mm-hmm. I really, you know, and they write me the sweetest messages and the most amazing stories and they tell me this and I'm like it's so cool that I get to I get to hear that you know it's like such a cool time to be alive yeah it's it's like social media definitely has its downfalls and there's a lot of cons and a lot of stuff I don't love of course I think that the connection and the reach it has and the way that we were able to just get in contact from a few buttons yeah and then and now we can like share with so many people so much. It's so cool. To whoever's willing to listen. It's amazing. And I think that's always been my biggest goal is just 
connecting with people and now to be able to do it like this when we're halfway across the country from each other or all the way across the country. What is the spirit of your podcast? Like when you're talking to your therapist or your mom or your friend, like what are you guys talking about? Honestly, it kind of started out as me wanting to get deeper on mental health because this all started for me back on TikTok. I was just making videos talking about what I had going on in my life, what I was learning from it, how I could share it in an understandable, graspable way. And, you know, a bunch of people were commenting, you should start a podcast. So back in 2021, I was like, you know what, that's not a bad idea. And most of the beginning episodes, and honestly, still, they're a lot about mental health, a lot about what I'm going through, yeah. and how I'm taking everything I'm learning in my life and sharing it, which is similar to the way that you're doing it in your book. It's just in a completely different form to completely different demographics, which is super cool. But yeah, a lot of mental health and just... Well, it's fair. I mean, that's exactly why I write books is like I growing up as as a queer kid in Tennessee in the evangelical private Christian school, like it was I was so afraid to be myself and it was so torturous to like live inside that mind. And like all I want to do is be vulnerable and fully myself so that that so that that kid can what if he stumbles upon this book? And it like makes him feel less alone or her less alone or them. I don't know. Like you sharing your story and what you've learned is like, I'm sure so important to so many people. Yeah, it's such a similar goal too. And I think that it's so cool to just make people feel heard or seen. And that's why I think, I don't know where I was watching this. I was doing my, just learning more about you and somewhere in some video or something, I saw you say that you like to, what was it? Something like, you tell your story so that someone who's different than you can like feel also what you feel and, and be like they're in your life and then helps give them some kind of understanding. I don't remember where I was even going with that. Well, I mean, that's why we tell our stories is so people say, even if their life, you know, like you don't have to be a gay boy growing up in the South to identify with my book. The idea is I'm telling a true human story from a true perspective and I'm being, I'm, I'm in pursuit of true authenticity and, and at becoming an actualized soul. And that's everyone's journey to be truly yourself and become an actualized yeah. soul. And so when you see anybody doing that in any way, it's permission and exciting to be like, wow, if she can do it, I can do it. Maybe. Yes. Yeah. See what I mean? This is why this is awesome because you... Just that's what I was, you know, thinking in my brain, but the words don't come to me like that. Like that was, that was awesome. (laughs) And I'm sure everyone who's been listening to me for two years now knows, like I have a lot of really cool trains of thought that go on in my brain. I'm just so ADD and I, I don't, I'm not medicated for it that I just go in like circles and upside down and all over the place. So I, I, I love that I can share with everyone who's listening, like a different perspective and understanding well i love topics that we try i love the so the add tangential brain it's so fun because the neurons are just seeing because the truth is everything in life is connected so when you're bouncing around to me that's an even more evolved brain because you know that all the things pinging are related Gosh, it's my favorite yeah. thing. It's I used to, I grew up hating it because it was so hard for me to do school. I ended up just leaving school because of it. But 
I've learned that it's it's my the thing that carries my creativity and like my drive and just inspires me to do all these things and I think that if I had any different brain I would definitely not be doing what I'm doing now so it's it's fun mm. it's become my strength instead of my weakness but I love that yeah super fun okay considering that I haven't even finished <laughs> to shape the sleeping cell I want you to give me and anyone listening because honestly like my demographic is probably teenage girls and i don't all of my friends i've told this book about they're like i've never heard yeah. of that book so i get so excited too i'm like no you have to read it it's this guy he did this and it's not even about what he did but it's how he tells the stories and all the people that he met and i wish i was finished with it so we could talk about it even more but for anyone who hasn't read the book aside from just reading the back of it what would you like tell them it's about oh i love that so how would you describe okay yes okay so this is a fun challenge so when i was the 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 thing okay the thing about getting older when you're in your when you're a teenager the world is telling you who to be in your 20s i think in your 20s usually you try to be the person the world told you to be and then around 27 something shifts and you go am i living the life i want to lead and some people do this much earlier you might do because well, i got five years till okay but what i you, you might be 22 and realizing wow i'm in my lane i love i love the lane i'm in and that's beautiful i did too but there comes a point as you approach 30 for a lot of people where you go wow this is my one and only life Am I living the life I want to live or am I just doing what I thought I was supposed to do? And a lot of people have this crisis in their late 20s. And so I was like, my dream, my heroes are writers. My dream is to write a book. Maybe I won't be good at it. Maybe I will, but I want to do it. So I said, I'm going to quit my job when, um, when I turn 30 and I'm going to go on a big adventure. I didn't know what that adventure was. And then... I'm going to write a book about it because I didn't know if I was a good writer. I knew that I was a good reader and I loved communicating and I've been told I'm a good talker. So I was like, there's probably some through line there. Some kind. Of yeah. And so I'm like, I'm going to quit my job. And, and then I met this guy who had ridden his bicycle from New Jersey to Argentina. And I was like, that is effing dope. I want to do that. And going on a bike is like faster than walking, but it's slower than a motorcycle. So you can see things, but people will talk to you. I want to learn Spanish. So I decide I'm going to go from Oregon to the bottom of South America to Patagonia. Cause when I was in middle school, I had two dreams. I wanted to go to Machu Picchu cause I was obsessed with Indiana Jones. And I want to go to Patagonia cause I'd seen like some discovery channel nature show about it. And those were on. I didn't even know where Patagonia I had to, yeah, it's like, I, I think it was like down the, at the bottom, if it was that many miles, yeah. but I definitely had to look. It's it like, up. you know how it's South America awesome. comes to the tip. It's like that little point at the mm -hmm. bottom. So that's so cool. So cool. So anyway, I quit my job and I went on this big adventure for a year and a half and the adventure, but also like the book is the book, the framework of the book is the adventure, but the internal, I love how you described it. You said it's about so much more and it's the way he tells the story because that's, I can't tell you, Lexi, that's the biggest compliment because I 
when I read a book, I care more about the language and the mind of the author than I do about the plot. Like, I just love being in someone else's mind that when I think their mind is delicious, I'm like, oh, I love being here. Exactly. It's exactly that. It's like, whoa, wow. You're just every, every sentence you read, you're like, wait, I've thought about that or I felt that or, oh my God, you know, you know, it's just a little, a feeling. It it makes you. Yeah. So thank you. That's so cool that you think that. And I don't know. I think if no matter what age you are, there's you want to live a life you're proud of. You're like, you know, when you're 18, you're like, is this what I thought I'd been doing when I'm 18? When you're 22, you're like, God, I'm 22. I used to think that was so adult. Like, what the hell am I doing with my life? Like this job sucks. Or like, what am I? And you know, we're, we're doing this inventory of like, is this the life I thought I was going to live? Is, is this the boyfriend I thought I was going to have? Like, Am, am I pursuing people that are worthy of me or just whoever's around or because I fear being lonely? Like there's all these stories we tell ourselves and this book is about. And it's so cool to know too that all of us are, all of us think those things. All of us. Thoughts because like I spent so much time, even back when I was 13, 14, 15, having these thoughts worrying about maybe at the time then it wasn't like, what am I doing with my life and having these existential crises? But still I would have these thoughts and worry that like I was the only one feeling them. And now especially we live completely different lives. And I read this book and I'm like, oh, okay, no, we don't. Yeah. We're all yes. exactly the same. This all is a human life. experience. I'm not alone. Mm-hmm. Well, and that's, that's one of the great, like, cool things about reading books is that, like, you think you're – and I, you said you've never read an autobiography. Like, the, the great thing about reading memoirs and autobiographies is that these are someone's real life and you get to, like – see how so similar you are to people like and it could be you know you could be living a little cute life in tennessee and you read the autobiography of will smith or you know whoever it is oprah and you're like wow like they have billions of dollars but wow their insecurities are the same insecurities as mine and their their feelings get hurt the same as mine and I don't know. It's very humanizing. So I love reading memoirs. It's such a comforting feeling. Yeah. And yeah, now I'm definitely hooked. After I finish it, well, first, after I finish this one, I'm going to read the next one, and then the next <laughs> one that's coming out November 7th. Yes. I'm going to be on a spiral of Oh, my God. Until it's, further. Just dive into but, the universe. It's like a, the Marvel Cinematic Universe, the Jedediah. you got to do it. It's amazing. I, I, I've loved I it. I think you um, would love. Yeah. Wait, let me think what you would love. Hello friends, quick little intermission. I'm telling you about something I've told you about before and it is my freaking favorite, especially with how much I've been traveling lately. Allo Moves is the best. It's it's streaming on-demand wellness platform. It has yoga practice. It has everything you could possibly imagine. Meditation sessions, HIIT workouts, but also a gua sha routine for your face. Anything that you could possibly need. And they have something for everyone. They're always adding new classes. There are so many to choose from. And you can fit it into your schedule. You can download these classes anytime that you want and then watch them from wherever. My favorite is that they have classes that are 10 minutes and they have classes that are 45 minutes. So I can do whatever it is that I'm feeling in the moment. And this also helps me a lot when I'm trying to follow what my body's actually asking for, not just doing crazy intense workouts every day. I can actually find more balance here. And there's so many options, so many great instructors. 
it's genuinely something I've loved using. And if you follow me on TikTok, you've maybe seen me talk about it before, but you guys can find the health and wellness routine that works for you at Aloe Moves. Go to alomoves.com and use code MOMENTS20 in all caps and you'll get 30 days free plus 20% off an annual membership. That's A-L-O moves.com in all caps and then, oh my bad, I can't speak, in all caps code MOMENTS20 and you'll get a free 30-day trial plus 20% off an annual membership. Have you ever read any of Elizabeth Gilbert? Do you know who that is? I don't think I have. Okay, so she she is one of my heroes, and she wrote the book Eat, Pray, Love. Have you ever heard of that? Oh, I've heard of that. Yeah, it was a Julia Roberts movie, but that movie is based on her book, which is similar to my book. Okay. My book is similar to hers. Hers was first, where she went on a big adventure to Mm -hmm. find herself. And I think if you think, if you like my writing, I think you'll love hers. You should try that book. Oh, I'm so excited. I'll, I'll definitely add it to the list. Okay, great. So you knew before you did the trip. I don't know if you mentioned this in the book. If you did, I must have missed it. You knew you wanted to write a book before you even took the adventure. Do you say that? I don't, I don't remember. I don't, I don't remember if I say that or not, but that's the truth. I knew I wanted to write a book, and I didn't know if I was good. And so I was like, well, if I go on a big, crazy adventure – then even if I'm a B minus writer, the adventure is still interesting. Like, super good. I like you know, that. like it, at least they'll, at least I won't be boring. I might not be profound, yeah. but it won't be boring. So I was like, that's cool. And, and then l- let's say nobody wants to buy the book and whatever. Well, I'm still young and I had a job before. And I'm still I'll just, cool I did this cool ass thing. I'm proud because one thing, that I really thought about as I approached 27 is I don't want to regret. I don't want to be a coward and like, Oh, I could never be a writer. Like writers are so much smarter than me. Like who am I to think I could be that because my heroes are writers. And then I don't do it because I'm chicken shit. And then all of a sudden I'm 60 years old and I'm like, why didn't I ever try that? Why didn't I try that? Like, I was so young then. I could have bounced back if I sucked. Who cares? And that's something that I think I believe in so much. It's like, if you feel a little tug on your spirit of like, God, I want to live in Portugal for a year. Or like, what would happen if I tried? What if I, what would happen if I recorded an album? Okay, like, I'm going to record an EP, five songs. Like, maybe I'm not good, but I'll put it on SoundCloud. And I'll be like, guess what? I did it. Mm-hmm. So I just, oh, it's so inspiring. yeah, I just I, want I people to like do whatever. I don't know. Do whatever makes them just proud of themselves. Mm-hmm. Which is such a hard thing to do. I feel like there's so much, not even just self doubt. Like I, I've always been super inspired to just chase my dreams because back when I was 13, I decided to become a yoga teacher at the time. Like that that's was my so dream. cool. I was, like, the youngest teacher in the country and I was so scared to do it, but it's weird. I think I was a lot more fearless then than I am now because now I have these dreams and passions to film documentaries and interview people all around the world, but I don't do it just because I'm, I'm worried that I won't be good enough or I don't know how to do Everyone it. has so those fears. Yeah, and I think that it's just it's so amazing to hear other people say Well, there's a really especially so there's a really great 
clip. I'll send it to you after this thing. But it's it's from this guy named Ira Glass. He does this really, really famous podcast called This American Life. He's been doing it since the 90s. And he's a hero of mine. And he he's um, he, it's this YouTube clip of him giving a talk. And he says... He says, have you ever noticed that um, when you're starting in a creative project or, or a, a creative endeavor, you notice that your taste is so much better than your skill? You're like, let's say you love reading books, you love writing and you, you read the best books ever. And you're like, I know a good book and I know a bad book. I know a great writing and I know trash writing. But then when you sit down to write a short story, you're like, this is not very good, but your taste is so good. So wh why is there such a gap if your brain can recognize good, but you can't create good? It's like, what is that? And he says, he says, all artists are like this. You only, the way to shorten that gap is just by doing it. You can't wait until you're perfect. You just do it. You write, you write, you write, you write, you write. If you want to make, be a director, you film videos on your phone, you edit them on on your phone, you create videos for TikTok. You do it, you do it, you do it, you do it. And only in the doing do you become excellent. And I think that is so- And it's like the hardest pill to swallow. I know, and so it's, you just have it's to like bulldoze your way and just keep doing it until you're great. And I think that's like yeah, liberating. Just, just run towards, because I've always felt that the things that we fear the most are what we're almost called the most to like run at and to accomplish. I don't know why. I've always felt that way, not in the physical sense of like, oh, I'm terrified of bungee jumping. <laughs> that means I'm being called to bungee yeah, jump. But I think I am we, terrified of that. We just fear the things that we want to succeed in because I don't know. We just fear failure, maybe. It's I think you're exactly things. right. You you fear we fear failure. It's like, do you have okay? Have you ever heard of the phrase tall poppy syndrome? No. So this. I think America is better than most countries, but um, it comes from Australia. That's where I heard it. But it's I want to visit. Me too. To it's it's basically like, let's say you're growing up in Boca, and you have big dreams of becoming a Hollywood actress. Okay, and tall poppy syndrome is when you have all these big dreams, but the people in your neighborhood are like. Who do you think you are? You think you're some big hot shot? Like you think you're better than us? You're gonna leave us? So they, you having ambitions and dreams is an indictment and makes them feel bad. So they make you feel bad because they didn't chase their dreams. They make you feel bad for chasing your dream and they cut you down. Like, so tall poppy is a flower. Don't get too tall. You cut them all so they're the same height. And so- and so that happens and it can happen even in families like your own sister or brother can be like oh i feel like it happens the most in families yeah. i think that that's where so many people even parents should i do this yeah big time parents definitely i've always been super blessed my parents have been super supportive but i know that that's not the case right. a lot of the time so totally so definitely but it's like i just want to be somebody who is the opposite i want to be like no matter like try it it's not that big of a deal if you yeah. fail like just give it a go especially now like while we're young i mean there, there's so exactly. much time to figure it out you might as well just give it a go. if you live your life with fear of failure and you don't do anything then you just you like you'll grow old and you'll be like what did i even freaking do 
Yeah. I don't want to get to the age where like I'm 80 years old and I sit back and I regret my life. I just want to do these things. And now, now's the time. So. Amen. Oh my God. You're so cool. Thank you. I think you're so cool too. Um, but I, I want to ask you a couple more questions about the book that I'm still yes, not yes. finished with. And then I know we have a little bit of time, so I need to hear about the other two. Oh, yeah. Um, but in like a short version, what was the best part of the trip and what was the worst part? Best part of the trip? Like obviously, for 16 months, I think it was yeah. something, right? Yeah, yeah, August. Time. I started in August and I finished Christmas of the next year. So whatever that is, 16 wow. months, I think. Um, that is a long time. I know. It was awesome. There's obviously a lot of a lot of stories in there, a lot of memories in there. But what is like the moment that gave you the, either the best lesson or the best memory or the best laugh? Like whatever you see that to be, what was it? And then same goes for the worst. Hello, you guys. You've heard me talk about this one before, and I'm happy to do so over and over and over again. HelloFresh. It is my favorite thing for anybody, especially RH, who is just now living alone for the first time, living with roommates for the first time, experiencing a time in your life where your parents aren't cooking for you or whatever it may be. HelloFresh, you get farm fresh, pre-portioned ingredients, and seasonal recipes delivered right to your door. It is so convenient. It is so much fun. It helps me learn so much about flavor pairing and how to cook, and honestly just makes me feel really proud of the things I create. And it's so much more affordable than eating out all the time or wasting groceries. It is something I get super excited to share with you guys because of how awesome it is and how much I love it, especially when I'm traveling and I can't really properly stock my fridge. This makes it so much more fun. And then sometimes when I don't have HelloFresh, I like to recreate the recipes and I feel extra proud of myself. But please check it out. You're going to love it. You guys can go to HelloFresh.com momentsfree and use code momentsfree and you'll get free breakfast for life. One breakfast item per box while your subscription is active. That's super, super exciting. So go to HelloFresh.com slash moments free and use code moments free. You're going to love it. I pinky promise. Honestly, there's so many, so many things that are tied for the best. But I would say um, that we did a four-day trek to Machu Picchu in Peru. And it was unbelievable. And, I, and like like eight of my friends flew down from L.A. And so we were like, it was oh, so good to see them, God. and we all did it together, and I'll never forget that. Part of, that was part of your goal, yeah. because Indiana Jones. Yeah, 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 yeah. One. You should message me when you read that part, because it was really special to me. Oh, I, I can't wait. But interestingly, the worst part of the trip was right before that, which was um, one night we were we were biking way up in the Andes Mountains, like 14,000 feet. It was freaking cold at night and and we were in the middle of nowhere and we couldn't find a town or anywhere to sleep and so we just pulled over in a field and this little quechua woman like a native woman who lived there she was like you can you can stay here in her broken spanish and we were like is it gonna rain and she looked at the sky and she goes no it's not gonna rain and she looked like a wise witch so i'm like I'm like, oh, this like woman close to the earth knows if it's going to rain. She said no. So we lay on, we don't set up our tents because it's hard. And and so we just lay on the ground on a tarp. And we wake up oh. in at 1030 at night in a lake of freezing cold water. It's been raining on us. And now the water's in our sleeping bags. And there's nowhere to go. No. We're we're in the middle of nowhere. There's she doesn't even have a house. She lives in like a cave. And oh so we and it was like forty degrees. Freezing. 
And holy crap! And it was it wasn't four in the morning. It was ten thirty at night. That's like that's when half of us go. And to it sleep. rained like, all night, wet. and and it was too cold to oh. sleep. Everything we owned was soaking wet. So for a whole night, we're just shivering and rocking and being like, "I hate it here. I hate it here." And that was like, that's that's a moment that really just. I was just like, "This sucks!" Like everybody wants to go on an adventure. This freaking sucks. So that was that was the worst. That sounds horrible. I can barely fall asleep if my house is too cold. I can't imagine. Right? Like I, I when I first started reading, I was like, oh, I could, I could camp. I could definitely just live in a hammock and and do all of this. You know, just bike ride a little bit every day. And then obviously, the further I get in the book, you're like, wait, maybe not. Maybe just because I'm low maintenance and love to see the world, that might be that's a little much. For me. And that's why I think it's. So well, crazy. you can like um, soft launch that. You know, you go on a few like kind of easier camping trips and realize if you like it. Yeah, this is a very, very good point you make. Um, my next question when it comes to this trip, it's been so long now, 10 years or so. I left like 10 that? years ago and then I finished. Wow. So like next Christmas, so Christmas 2024 will be 10 years of finishing the trip. So I'll, I actually want to go back to Patagonia next Christmas and like, or next new year's or something and like party. You definitely should. I mean, does it feel like it was that long ago or does it still feel recent? Because there's certain events that happen in my life that feel yeah. like they just happened even so long ago. And other things that happened a month ago that feel like 10 years ago. Where does this fall? I think it feels, but it's, I, it feels like both. Like, I'll, I'll rem- memories of it feel very fresh. But then I think about all the life that I've lived in the last 10 years and it's like a lot. So I'm like, oh, wow, I've mm-hmm. grown, you know, 10 years. That's half your life. That's one fourth of my life. That's like a lot of your life. And the first 10 barely yeah. matter because you're just a little baby blob. Yeah. And and do you, do you like get sick of talking about it? Like, are you ready to get to a point where you're not talking about this adventure anymore? You're talking about something new or are you still like so proud of it that you want to talk about it. I don't know if that It did get no. I got tired of talking about it when the book came out because it was just like mm-hmm. it was the same and, and the trip was so difficult that also like I got tired of talking about it because I was like I'm freaking done with this bicycle and it's all I talk about now. And people I'm going to throw this bike. Yeah, I'm like it was cool, but like, get away from me. And now I miss the bike and I like talking about it and it's so nostalgic. So like, this is so it's nice. One of those things happen. Yeah. Yeah. It's just one of those things where like everything is temporary. Yeah. Like, the loving it was temporary. It was temporary. It's yep. just all, yep. it, it changes and it morphs. So I'm, I'm glad that you're not at a point where you still, because I was kind of worried. I was like, oh, I hope like I'm not talking about something that one happened so long ago too. The book itself is four years old, five yeah, when did this it came out, out um, this, like, October of 2018, so five years. I just, I, I, I'm like, I know it's, I should read, you know, the second one, and then we could talk about that one and the new one, but it, it just, it tells so many valuable stories and lessons. Oh, my God, just, thank you. It's so that I want everyone to read it, and I feel so strongly about it, so. You're such an angel. Um, Thank you so much. That is so cool. I will talk um, about this book. I'll talk about any book. It doesn't even have to be about my book. Just any book that changes someone's life. I'm obsessed. That's all I do is recommend books. I'm like, 
Because to I sit, just, I, I love to read. I know to sit on a beach or to sit in a coffee shop and just like nobody knows what's happening in your brain, and like you could have the most mm-hmm. mind exploding thought, and you're just no one knows, and that's so cool. Yeah, like I've been I've been reading this book at night, and me and my boyfriend are living like we live together, so I'll be reading it at night. He's just doing his own thing. He doesn't really like reading. <laughs> and after I put the book down, I'll be like. And he'll be, he, he goes, how was it? Like, what'd you read about? I'm like, I can't even explain it to you, but it's so good. You just need to read it. So my goal is to get him to read it eventually. That's so cool. He's like, well, what do you need to tell me what you just read? I'm like, well, he went here to here, but that doesn't matter. Like, that's not the, what I'm trying to tell you. I'm like, the the good part is is the juice of, of what's going did on. You see, um, did you see the little short film about my bike trip called The Thousand Year Journey? No, but I almost, it's, is it the National Geographic? Yes. One? Google that after this conversation, because it's my, my old roommate and one of my best friends came and spent a month with me biking in Peru and came to Machu Picchu with me. And he was filming the whole time and made a little short film about my bike trip. So you can see what it looked like. Oh my it's very cool. I definitely have to look, I, cause I love the combination too. Like documentaries are more my, my vibe love. than reading usually or well now I don't know so much but in the past I love to watch and understand all at once so super cool I'm definitely gonna have to check it out um but we're kind of running out of time somehow that went by I so know. so tell me what happens in the next book you wrote was it about an adventure about a journey or just give me the rundown okay here's the rundown I you're so sweet okay so my first book was my adventure book. My second book, so I kind of became known for writing on Instagram long captions, like almost like small essays about life, about I friendship. Noticed, um, like, when I Google you, it says Instagram personality. And I, I didn't really understand what that meant. So then I was checking out your Instagram. I'm like, oh, he writes cool ass captions. Yeah, it's so like, so it, started, it sort of started there because on my bike trip, I would write, because most people back in the day, I don't know what they do now, but- Back in the day, you would have a blog, like you would travel, go like Mm -hmm. you'd move to China and you'd have a travel blog and people could tune in. And I was like, just follow my Instagram and I'll write where I am and what I'm doing. And so I did that. And it it, go somewhere else and do something. Right. When I could just they're already here. Just read it. So anyway, that's but I started reflecting on all these things and people really responded to it. And so my second book is a book of essays where it's just I pick. I pick like eight topics. So it's family, friendship, love, work, death, the soul, and ego. And it's like the, um, I just basically break down what I believe about those things. So if you're like, oh, I I wonder what Jed thinks about friendship or love. So it's a fun, that was really fun to write. And then the new book, which comes out next week, is this one. It's so cute. So it's called Mother Nature, and this is a picture of my mom, and it's about. I did look up the, the little blurb of this one, but I want to hear. Yeah, how well, so I, my sweet mama is like conservative Christian, and I'm like gay liberal, la la la, and so we just don't agree about a lot of things, and we love each other. Mm-hmm. I'm obsessed with her, and we travel together, and this is about a big adventure we did together, and it's basically like. It's basically all about like how do you stay in loving relationship with parents when like they drive you crazy and you drive them crazy. I think that's beautiful. And I think that that is going to 
heal, inspire, whatever it may do for anybody who has that mommy issue or that daddy yeah. issue. And I think it's, I just believe it. And I think that your story with her is so cool. And even just from what I've read in like the first half, more than halfway of this book, like it's just beautiful that you guys can still stay yeah. so strong in your relationship with each other, even through the differences. And I think it just tells a much bigger story about how sometimes we're going to all have to do that. You should, you should read it with your mom and then you guys talk about it on your podcast. If I could get my mother to read a book with me, <laughs> I would. Well, get her the, I get, get her, her the audio book because I read it. I read the audiobook and then she okay. can, when she's driving around, going to wherever she's going. Yeah, she likes, I don't know, she's a little weird, <laughs> but I will make her listen to the audiobook and I'll do the real version. Um, and I love now too that I've heard your voice because I think as I finish the rest of this book, you know what? Oh, you know yeah, it's so takes, true. Yes. So I'm, I'm very excited. I think I'm going to have You'll hear me reading it to you. Yeah. It's true. So cool. So what was, what trip did you do with your mom? She walked across Yeah, so America, in the right? 70s, my parents walked across America for five years. And they were, they wrote for National Geographic and they were on the cover of National Geographic. And it was very famous when they did that. But then when I was little, my parents got a divorce and it was really sad. And then my dad went on to be famous, the guy who walked across America. And my mom was kind of left in the dust. Like people forgot about her. And it's always like hurt her heart. And I was like, mom, let's go on a road trip and retrace your walk across America. And I want to know what you were like when you were young. Like, I want to meet you as a young girl. Cause I only know you as my like mom and moms are different. Moms are like aliens, but you are actually just exactly. a young 22 year old girl who got older. Like, but it's, that that yeah. spirit is in so you. Weird to think about. The older I get, the more I recognize that in my parents and just adults in general. I'm like, oh wait, we're the exact same. Yeah. You just have done a little more life. Yeah, you're a person. It's and so we so we retrace her steps, and then I realized that she had kept a journal the whole time. And so she's sitting there in the car while we're driving through exactly where she walked, and she's reading me what she thought that day when she was in her twenties, and I'm that I'm like gagged. I'm like, this is so cool. That is incredible. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So always keep a journal because you're going to be grateful when you're older. Oh, I, it's my biggest thing. I'm actually releasing a guided journal. Oh, sick. Um, April of 2020. So as we kind of come to a close, this is perfect timing. I want to ask you just a simple prompt from the journal. Dope. And just get your, what your response would be because I, journaling changed my life and it made me start thinking and understanding myself and other people and just having more compassion for the world in general. So Love, love that. Um, but that prompt is what's something that you not only hide from others, but you also hide from yourself. Oh my God. That's deep. And let me, let me think about it. That's delicious. <sighs> it's a tough one. I honestly, I haven't even filled out the prompt for this one. So I'm just throwing it in your hands. <laughs> I mean, honestly, this is really deep. And I like that you asked that. I, I think because I was closeted for so long and I like, pushed away my like sexuality because it would get me in trouble it, it is still even now as an adult man hard for me to believe that like i am sexy and i am worthy of affection like if somebody likes me and they're flirting with me like it's hard for me to even perceive that someone's flirting with me and my friends will be like he is into you so long this wall yeah i had a wall up no i'm not not and I, exactly like, like I'm gonna friend zone everybody because I'm scared and so yeah. I hide my I just hide my sexiness 
<laughs> from myself and from others. Well, let me show. Like, shake it off. I mean, obviously, easier said than done. Yeah, I, yeah, I hate yeah. that. Like, that's my first thing. Well, just do it. But yeah. definitely, you deserve to feel loved. Oh, you're and so wonderful. Time, Thank so. you. Oh, you're welcome. Oh my gosh, this has been so much fun. I think we definitely need to do this again. Yes, like, when you're like, done. And we'll do a three Definitely. one with your mom. T tell her to read the book, and then the yes. three of us will discuss. Oh, she, she would love that. I definitely think we could do like a four way. We could all we could all come <laughs> on and do a podcast. Your mom. Oh my god! Yes. That sounded not what I sound like, but you know what I mean. Oh my god, Lexi! I've had um, the best time. Okay. Me too. That was so much fun. Thank you so much for coming on and chatting. And I can't wait to do it again and get into even more. But everyone who is listening, make sure you go read all three books because. By the time this podcast comes out, I think all three books will be ready, out, which is super exciting. Um, go give them a follow if you want to tell them like anything else that you want them to check out. Oh, no. Just, I, I mean, read Elizabeth Gilbert's books. If you want, read my books. And definitely keep following, keep following Lexi because she's an old soul with an angel's heart. And I'm very honored to be in this conversation with you. Right back at you, and I can't wait to do it again. I I'm so glad we did this. Me too. How much fun! So thanks, Lexi. Well, you guys, you heard it here. What an incredible guy, and what an incredible conversation. Thank you so much for listening this week. Thank you for supporting this new venture of having guests on and giving me the grace and the time and the compassion to figure out, you know, the right way to do it. And again, always accepting feedback. What do you guys want to know? Who do you want to see? Where do we take this thing next and how do we do it? We're all in this together. You guys are my family and you know that. And again, thank you so much for tuning in and listening. I love you from the bottom of my heart. Okay, bye now. See you next Monday when we have another guest. Look at me go. After the holidays, a little cash goes a long way. The Chime checking account has tons of benefits to help, like fee-free overdraft up to $200 for eligible members, no monthly fees, and thousands of fee-free ATMs. You can even get paid up to two days early with direct deposit. Sign up for Chime today at chime.com slash goals24. Banking services and debit card provided by the Bancorp Bank N.A. or Stride Bank N.A. members FDIC. Spot me eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply. Out-of-network ATM withdrawal fees may apply. Access to direct deposits up to two days early depends on the timing of the submission of the payment file from the payer.